What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Tossed Up Sports here at your boys, Matt and Logan. If you don't mind, follow us on Twitter at Tossed underscore up and on Instagram at Tossed.up.sports. Everyone have a great day and hope to hear from you soon. Welcome back, guys. We're here with a special Christmas edition episode of Tossed Up Sports. Uh, Logan, what you doing for Christmas this year? I'm planning on uh, spending some time with my family, uh, getting to exchange some gifts, doing some Secret Santa stuff. So I'm real okay. excited for that. But uh, uh, we're definitely excited about this uh, first segment we're going to roll out for you guys. Something new, what we're doing uh, here at Tossed Up Sports. Is yeah, what always we're, trying new things. Yeah, we're always going to try something new, new spice it up for you guys. Um, but today's segment we have for you on our Christmas Eve edition episode is going to be what we call our Hot Hands segment. Um, this one will basically go in and highlight any specific players we felt really are playing exceptional ball in terms of like their stats, whether they just had come off a game winner or whatever the case may be. If this player is absolutely dominating in every fashion of the game, then they're more than likely to make, make it, make an appearance on the hot hand segment. So there was a ton of games that went down. Some good games. Yeah, I some, watched some a good, lot of them last night. Games. So we had a couple opening night games um, and then we had quite a few from the 23rd that we're actually going to touch base on today, some of those highlights. So um, we're real excited to get into it. We're actually going to let Matt kick us off on the the first hot hand uh, of 2020. Yeah. So first, in a losing effort, he played great. Uh, he was actually the highest scorer of any player last night. It was John Morant. Uh, he looked crazy good out there. Um, 44 points, 9 assists, 65% uh, field goal percentage. Um, he definitely looked like the best player on the floor, uh, sadly. Didn't look like the Grizzlies wanted to follow him in that yeah. last night. I mean, they got 131 put up on him by the Spurs. Now, it's the first game of the year. So, right. you know, you're going to look a little sloppy, new people, new faces. But uh, John Morant definitely is looking for a all-star caliber type year this year. So, he's yeah. he's first up on the, on yeah. the hot hands. And, and it's going to be difficult for him to try and make the all-star game kind of given the conference that he's in and, and all the talent that they have at the guard spot. But – that dude is going to make a legit case. You see in his first night in the regular season, he's dropping 44 yeah. points. That's insane. So it's going to be exciting to see how much better he's going to get. And it's crazy to think that he's only going to get better. Right. Um, what is he, like maybe 21, 20 I mean, years old, somewhere, in that, really somewhere in that realm? Yeah. So he's really young, so he's only ever going to get better. Um, the next person that we have on our hot hand segment, we're going to award this to Mr. Terry Rozier. He absolutely he dominated. Crazy. I don't think anyone really expected him to have the the volume shooting night that he did. He, he went 10 from 16 from beyond the arc, uh, resulted in 42 points. Yeah. Impressive no. outing. Terry, Terry played yeah. great. He was letting that thing fly. Yeah. I mean, Charlotte has quite a bit of talent at the guard position, so I wouldn't be surprised to see if they look to maybe move someone like Terry Rozier. And for him to come out and drop 42, I right. think that either one makes it a little harder to make that trade, or uh -huh. two, it increases the, maybe the seen, value you can get back. We've seen it. some of these explosive performances by Terry before, but they're very they're very spread apart. Very hit or miss. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's how it is with Terry now. Hopefully he proves me wrong, and he can do stuff like this more consistently. But uh, nevertheless, I mean, he went crazy last night. I mean, he plays for the Hornets, so, you know, they lost, right. of course. But still – Terry played good. Gordon Hayward also played good in that game. Uh, Lamelo had a bad day, but we'll give him a pass for now. Right. So, and for our next hot hands, we're actually going to award this to the first ever duo, um, and we actually think these two guys, just in combination, were a fire tandem. I yeah. mean, when you got one guy in Bradley Beal drop thirty-one points, 
And then you have another guy in Russell Westbrook who goes for a 20-point triple-double in his debut as a Wizard. I mean, of course, anytime you put a new teammate with another team, there's going to be learning curve. There's going to be time. But to see both these guys from the first game, Bradley back to doing what he's doing, scoring 30 points. Russ has got a triple-double. He didn't have too many of those in Houston. Right. He didn't really have that opportunity afforded to him in the first half of the now, season. Now, Russ didn't shoot the best right. last night. Exactly. But but nonetheless, he, he contributed to that game, and he kept them in that game for the most part, I'd say. Um, I mean, Philly, at the end of the day, they had more firepower, and they, they lasted them out in those four quarters. But It was close. It was, uh, close it was literally yeah. up until the last couple minutes it was about tied. So, no, it was a great game. And, I mean, Russ didn't shoot the best, but he's still 21-11-15. You can't, yeah, you, you can't, can't argue that. with stuff like that. So, no, I mean, especially to show that kind of potential in the first game, that's really all you can ask for. So, both of them played great. They made our list. Uh, next was someone who had one of the best nights last night uh, was Trey Young. Put up 37, uh, 6, and 7, and killed the Bulls last night. I mean, I know yeah. at some point, I think it was like the third quarter, they were up by 30. So that, that new Hawks roster was retooled and it looks like it's revitalized to make a good little run. Right. Now, I mean, they got lucky with playing the Bulls game one. Yeah. Of course. But that's what you need. When you're revamping a team, you need some easy games to start the year off to really find that that find, gel. You know find, what I mean? Find the team's identity. That chemistry. Find the team's identity. Find their chemistry. Build and grow on it. Just the young players getting their confidence. They, If you really think about it, much like the NFL – these guys have a short training camp. Oh, and especially yes. this year. Yeah. I mean, the shortest offseason. This is what I was thinking about, though. I was thinking about they said it's the shortest offseason. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It was. But then you think about teams like the Hawks or something like that that didn't play since March. They had one of the longest offseasons. Mm-hmm. Did they not? Yeah. Because they, they, they didn't have, have to go to the bubble. They didn't have to do any of that stuff. Yeah, they, they, there was a quite a bit of break because even before the bubble started, there was a, a three-month hiatus, I believe. So those teams that didn't qualify for the bubble, they were many months off, and then the bubble started, and then it was kind of like, right. oh, what Still about? short off-season, right. short training camp. I mean, so that's – those yeah. eight teams, and then, and then think about it. If you had a guy on one of those eight teams that was injured, like maybe like Steph Curry. Right. So he didn't play the entirety of the season. And then the team didn't make the bubble, so he wouldn't even had a right. chance, to, chance to even try and come back. So all of that just made the season off season that much longer for those types right. of individuals. But on the flip end, you got twenty two teams that had just got done playing yeah. basketball. I mean, no, no, you're right. I'm just yeah. saying in general. I was thinking about that yesterday. Thought yeah. I would point it out. But back to I think the yeah. um, hot hands though. Trey Young, he's definitely one of the best guards in the league at this point. I think. I mean, what? It's his third year in the league. Mm-hmm. And he's going crazy every night. So and he only got more pieces around him. Yeah, yeah. So so the the notion that you could say, well, oh, well, he's putting up empty stats on a bad team. Well, not not so far. You can't say that thus far because there are key role pe- role yeah. players on that team. I'm excited to watch the Hawks. This oh year. yeah, exciting exciting team. Uh, who do we got next? We got Mr. Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he was impressive as always. I mean, for crying out loud, he's the back to back MVP, yeah, reigning Defensive Player of the Year. Um, and he really went out there and did his thing. But he missed that free yeah, throw. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts when you miss those free throws, knowing that you could have sealed the game. And I think just I, when I was watching it, though, I feel like everybody kind of thought he'd missed one of those, too. Maybe so. But I saw where Jason Tatum made the three, right? Yeah, and then I, there was .4 seconds left. I don't see. I didn't see where Giannis got fouled, but I, I don't it had think to be kind of a controversial some, call. Or something, something had to happen, but 
more than likely if Giannis runs to the hoop and yeah. goes up. And he's going to get fouled. fouled. Yeah. So, but, uh, no, yeah. I mean, nevertheless, he did his thing. He, uh, I, he must. And I was looking about halftime, early third quarter, and he wasn't playing too well. So he really stepped it up. Yeah. Second he, half. He ended up finishing the game with 35 points, 13 rebounds. Um, he also threw in there a couple assists, and he also had a couple blocks, which you can usually yeah, which count, is count uh, on those. at this point in Giannis's <laughs> career, this seems like a normal stat line for Giannis. Thirty-five, thirteen. I mean, that just seems like a a, a pretty good yeah. game, and like the, a decent game for Giannis. And like the scariest thing about it is there's there's areas in his game where he can still improve. I bet you anything. If you ask him, he said he played bad last night. Maybe so. You know, I, I, I mean, would say the same for maybe like Luka Doncic. Yeah, yeah, and he put um, up. Which we'll get to Luca. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not want to get into that yet. But next we got um, Jalen Brown, Boston Celtics. He played great last night. I thought he was the best uh, player on the floor in that game, um, and he went crazy. He had 33 points, five rebounds, four assists, and he really looked dominant out there. Uh, he's only gotten better each year, and I don't know how high his ceiling is, but. I mean, he's he's showing more and more every year. So I mean, nothing to complain about. Yeah, with Jalen Brown, he was looking. He was out there getting to his spots like a real veteran, taking those mid range shots, getting to the hoop. I mean, he was doing pretty much everything you'd want. And I mean, and to his yeah. to his success, he got thirty three points out of it and, and looked win. and looked really really yeah. good doing it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's exciting to see him ball out. I mean, well, I, I guess I guess in this, I guess we could put a duo with this as well. Yeah, we because could. we also have Jason Tatum on here. Yeah, because Jason Tatum didn't play. I, I guess going back to what I said, he probably said he didn't play well. Actually, I saw where he said he didn't play well. Mm-hmm. He actually he started out the game really really slow. Really, um, but he towards the end of the game, I mean, obviously he picked it up. Right, and then he hit the game winner, which yeah. I mean, that had to be luck. Did you, I, I know you saw it? Yeah, that he banked it in. I, I didn't think it was. I saw someone. I mean, it's not like he tried to bank it in. Someone had come out and said that. Jason's Tatum shot was off by four plus feet. Yeah. And that Giannis shot should have been more likely to go in on the free throw. And I was like, I mean, okay, but, but it the fact of the matter right. is Jason Tatum's shot went in. Giannis' shot did yeah. not. No, so, I, mean, I mean, sometimes that's what happens. <laughs> like when LeBron made that turnaround oh, away against the, on the Wizards, Wizards, he yeah. missed that shot, bro. He missed the shot, but it banked, it banked him. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes it happens. And it happened. And he had 30 points. So, I mean, it doesn't matter how bad he thinks he played. He put up 30 last night. It's true. So we got that duo right there, and they got the win. Huge opening night win for the Celtics over a really good team. Uh, next, we got Nikola Jokic. Now, he's the only player on here who didn't score 30 last night, but he did way more. He put up 29, so basically, mm-hmm. yeah. almost. And maybe if you put up 30, they would have won. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, he had 29, 14, and 15 um, in a game that Nuggets actually lost last night. And over time, I actually watched the whole – into the fourth quarter and overtime of that game. Uh, Jokic looked great. He looks more conditioned. He doesn't look tired out there. Um, I feel like if Jamal Murray would have played better, they would have won that game. Yeah, Jamal Murray was and not And then the, the ending of that game was just chaos. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. But yeah. nevertheless, Jokic did his thing. We all know what he brings to the table at this point. He's like a big man Larry Bird. Yeah, he's like a walking triple-double as yeah, a big man, as which a big is man, crazy. Yeah, scary. If, if you want something to really bring down your, your Christmas Eve mood, uh, if you do so happen to be a Denver Nuggets fan, is go and take a look at Jamal Murray's stat line from last night. Yeah. It's not too good. 
Um, but also sidetrack before we even get down the list of uh, hot hands, since we were just talking about Nikola Jokic, uh-huh. I want to give a kind of a quick shout out to a young gunner that was balling out. Um, he put up, I think, around 24 points, five rebounds, two assists. Wait for who? The Denver Nuggets. And that the, to think of the name of that individual is none other than the king. Michael Porter Jr. Oh, of course. He played great. And obviously you hate to see them kind of crackle under pressure within the last few moments of that game, not being able to hold on to the ball. But, I mean, he he balled out. And yeah. I think that's kind and of that's, what a lot of us were. I think we're going to see that all year. Yeah, and that's kind of what a lot of us were kind of anticipating, given that we've been following Michael Porter Jr. since he was in high school. I right. mean, and to see him come to this level and put up a type of game like that where he is having a big impact. Yeah. That's good. And That's we're, good to we're see, expecting yeah. to see that all year from Michael Porter. I mean, yeah. he's now one of the premier players on that team. Yeah. I mean, who do you have? You got Jokic, Jamal Murray, and then who would you say their third best player is? I mean, I'd say it's Michael Porter Jr. I would say so as well. I mean, you some may say like in terms of like importance to this the team, you could say maybe like Will Barton. Will Barton doesn't even start anymore because of Michael Porter. Maybe so. And apparently Will Barton's not happy about that. So that's that's something that we'll, could happen we'll, down the line. We'll see how that plays out yeah. for sure. Um, but we'll go ahead and rotate. The next hot hand award we're going to give out to is uh, none other than Mr. Luka Doncic. Yeah. Um, we kind of touched base on him a little bit earlier, but, I mean, just like last season and in the bubble, last night he balled out. I mean, he had yeah. 32 points, eight rebounds, five assists. Yeah. And people are looking for MVP numbers from right. uh, Luka this year, and he Expecting. definitely dis- didn't yeah. disappoint in his first game. Now they didn't win, but um, he's got no Chris Taps right now. Right. And um, but he still does his thing. I mean, there's I'm surprised he didn't have more rebounds, more assists. I mean, and, yeah, you know, that's the, that's more Luca. He came out after the game was like, and even he said that he thought he played bad, right? And this is a career night for so many guys, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So they're framing that, putting that's, it on their yeah, wall. That's scary to think about, but when I watch Luca play, it's like he puts up these numbers and they're they're very impressive, but when you watch him play the game of basketball, it's like. He's making it all look so very much easy. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know – did you see that play where he, like, faked around yeah. the guy and then wrapped it around yeah. past it? I mean, That, he that just, was insane. But even when he had first come into the league in his rookie year, he was saying that it was easier to score in the NBA yeah. because the spacing yeah. and the three-second violation rule. Like, right. guys can't just sit in the paint rather than overseas. You're getting mugged every time you go up. Yeah. So – for him to say that, that's scary. And for him to just kind of have an off night in his mind, drop 32 and 8, all right, we'll take right, that. Yeah. Let's see what well, the best is. Now the Mavs will take it for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so next um, we got Demonis Sabonis, who I was really high on going into this year. Um, I watched him in preseason. It seemed like he had taken a jump from last year, even though he was an all-star last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, no hate on the guy. But um, he went crazy last night. Who did they play last night? The Knicks. I think they played the Knicks. So um, they ended up winning that game, and he put up 32-13 and 13 with five assists. Um, do, is that a player you wish the Thunder would have kept? Or do you, are you glad that – is it more of a win to get Paul George in that situation? I than, think it's more of a win to get Paul George because – But you that, gave away two All-Stars. Let's not forget that. They weren't All-Stars at the moment. Well, yeah. Them, but ultimately yeah. they did become that. Um, but nonetheless, trading for Paul George – put us and I think in a more of a win now scenario with his type of talent and it was just unfortunate. It did. It, it did with unfortunate. I mean at the time it seemed right. better. But now I mean Sabonis is probably one of the best power forwards in the league. One of and 
yeah, one up, and his game's really polished. Right. And now I, I noticed last night he went two for four on threes. Now that's not the largest sample size, but now if he's, he's going to start, them, yeah. Yeah, if he's going to start knocking down threes, then we got a real problem with Demonis Sabonis. I see another All Star type season yeah. for him this year if he can stay healthy. Um, it, it almost seems like he's got more of an old school type game, but it just seems to work. Yeah. for him you know what i mean he's, he's extremely efficient and i don't think he ever is the type of player to force yeah. his move or a pass that's not there yeah but i mean he seems to be the best player on the indiana team i mean to me he's the best. who would you say is better than him i mean vic is not this year i would yet at yeah. least and i wouldn't say malcolm brogdon's better either no, but they're still very good still I mean, both good those players, guys are really right. good but i see Simonis as the best so really good night from him so that's why he made the list and then the last one we had was jason tatum who we already talked about so yeah, and then um, that pretty much concludes our hot hand segment. Um, I know this is our first time yeah. doing it towards the end of the year. but And uh, tell us if you think anybody else deserves some love from last night. Yeah. I mean, of course, there was plenty of people hooping. I know Colin Sexton had a good night. R.J. Barrett had a good night. Brandon Ingram was an assist away from a triple-double. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so some really good nights around the league that we're just trying to cover the the best, yeah. the best of the best. So that's what we had. Yeah, and um, I, think, I think it's just – is going to prove like the level of basketball right now is insane because yeah. we just it's only going up. Players are only getting better. A pretty big list of players that are absolutely balling out. So yeah. we're here for it. We want even more of it, and we're definitely going to be here to talk about it yeah, with you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but what we're actually going to transition to next is going to be, of course, the most anticipated uh, games of this week. Yep. We have the Christmas Day games, and then we actually want to throw in a quick question and. This is something that me and Matt were kind of discussing earlier today, and we really don't know what the answer is. So yeah. I don't know if maybe someone else knows or maybe this whole idea in itself is just neglected or uh, what the case is. But here's the question. What happened with the NBA Christmas Day jerseys? Every yeah, year. I, I Every year. They I, were think, I thought everyone loved them. I thought – I mean, I don't see the downside to making more jerseys. You make yeah. a cool jersey – you have a little Christmas vibe to it, mm -hmm. and then you sell it. You know what I mean? You get more money. Right. I don't understand. I mean, everyone liked them. The players even liked them, I think. I think, yeah. And I mean, I know a couple of years they had, like, those sleeved ones, which that was a failed experiment. Yeah. But, um, no, I would love to see Christmas Day uniforms come back. Because, you know, they had, like, the the cursive on them and everything, yep. and they had, like, a Christmas vibe to them. And it, it was something different that I think excited the players and also the fans. Yeah. So it, it was just a cool aspect, a cool dynamic that they added to the game. It put kind of a little bit more like I wouldn't say it would put too much importance on the game itself no, it because wouldn't. it's just uniform. Right. But I mean, it, at least it's something that someone can get. Excited and then like about. you you go back and you right. look at like that Warriors Cavs Christmas Day game yeah, where Kyrie hit that game, game. winner. And, and they're wearing the uniforms. And they're wearing the uniforms and you see it and you know like, oh, that was that Christmas Day game. Yeah. You know, if, if you look up a highlight from the Pelicans heat game. That's coming up this Christmas. You won't be able to tell. You might, like, if you look at it a couple months from now, you might be like, "Oh, that was that Christmas Day game." You know what I mean? So, I'd love to see him come back, but you know, we're not the NBA, right? And so. then we're actually going to run through the list of scheduled games for you guys today, and then we're actually going to both give our predictions and who we think might pull away with the victory. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll kind of keep it simple with it for the most part. Um, we only have, I think, in total five games scheduled for Christmas Day. Yep. Um, the first one we'll have, uh, the one you just mentioned. Pelicans versus the Heat. Um, I myself, I think the Pelicans will probably take this one. Um, okay. Now I, the Heat lost last night to the Magic. That was kind of a shocker. Yeah. To yeah. Most people. Now, I, to be fair, the Heat did have the same offseason that the Lakers had. Very short. So very short. And they I'm, get a pass for the beginning, very beginning. But, um, no, I'm excited for this game for sure. Um, 
I don't know if I have the Pelicans. I, I'll say I'll take the Pelicans. That's what I'll say. I'll okay. say it'll be really close. Now, I don't know if you saw last time that Zion and Bam were on the same floor, but Zion dominated Bam. Oh, I didn't Which know is that. not an easy thing yeah. to do. And then, because you think about Bam, they consider him like one, one of the, the few yeah. Giannis stuffers in the league. Right, yeah. So to think that Zion's bullying Bam. Yeah, no, like, that, dang, that was just one game. So we'll right. see how it goes. We'll but um, Pelicans, they won last night. And um, they're looking to keep it going against the Heat. I see Zion having a big game. Yeah. Brandon Ingram having a big game. Um, maybe even a guy like Steven Adams. Because who's going to have to guard Steven Adams? Yeah, someone has to. Myers Leonard? I don't think so. I mean, who else? I mean, because Bam has to guard Zion. Or who would you have guarding Zion? I hope not Myers Leonard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Myers. Oh, man. He got that bag. He got 20 he million, did. though. He did. I don't think he deserved <laughs> it, but he got it. The but, uh, second game of the day that we have is going to be the Warriors versus the Bucks, And this one's kind of interesting because I think it may actually be a little bit closer than what some people think. I mean, obviously, seeing the way the Warriors performed the other night was really disheartening. Yeah. But they got some talent. They got you're some hoping things. that's just a early right. season sputter type right. game. And it's, but, man, Andrew Wiggins looked bad. He did, but we, we got to hope that. But when does Andrew Wiggins look good, dude? That's what I want to know. When does he look good? When does he look like a solid – Really good NBA player. I don't. I haven't seen it consistently. The thing about me is like, I'm not too high on Andrew Wiggins either. But if I do so happen to see him have a game where he's dropping 22 points or something along those lines, like somewhere in that right. neighborhood, it took him flipping 30 shots to get it. Yeah. Every time. So even if he not is efficient, dropping, right? Even if he is dropping like 20, 24. Okay, cool. You just took so many shots from yeah. the rest of the team. And your field goal that, and percentage that point, is trash. You're hurt. True shooting team. percentage is trash. Right. So he's got to pick it up. I mean, for sure. Especially with no Clay Thompson, yeah. they're looking to you. I mean, definitely. Steph's looking to you like, hey, you got to pick it up. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're hurting the team yeah. at this point. But they, they play the Bucks on Christmas. I think it'll be a good game. I hope to see a good game. I hope we don't see another opening night type performance from the Warriors. Yeah. Because that was embarrassing. They have some talent on that roster that they can get excited about. Um, so I do think it's going to be an interesting game. But ultimately, I got to go Bucks. Yeah, I'm going Bucks yeah. for sure, especially from what I saw from the Warriors. But um, no, I'm hoping for a good one. Uh, the next one we got is the Nets versus Celtics. I'm really excited for this one. Um, I'm going to take the Nets. But that could go either way. Yeah. I mean, Jason Tate come out, Jalen Brown, Kemba, all those guys come out and go crazy. Yeah. So, And I'm actually going to take the other option. I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics on okay. this one. And only reason I say that is because I think the the core that they have has been playing together, their chemistry. It's, it's, it's just much, much better right now than I would say the Nets. But right. the Nets, I mean, they came out and were firing on all cylinders. Yeah, the thing I mean, about the Nets the offense, is they're just so deep, dude. They're like so they deep. got so many but good players. You could also, eh, you could also say the same for the Celtics. I right, would, not as say, deep, I would say, but they're still deep. No, the roster's deep. They're deep in terms of their talent, but even with the acquisition of Tristan Thompson, they're still small. Yeah, they're still a small team. Yeah, so that's going to be an issue. You're going to have KD, DeAndre Jordan, Jarrett Allen crashing the boards all night. Joe Harris even gets quite a bit yeah. of boards. Um, uh, Joe Harris. So they're going to have to out-rebound Brooklyn if they're going to win the game. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good one. I think sure. KD is going to have to show out. It's Christmas Day. You haven't be, played in a year and a half. You got to do like, something. 
everyone's got to remember who KD is. You know what I mean? All eyes will be on KD um, on this one. Even Kyrie too, because even yeah. Kyrie. Oh no, absolutely. Same same thing goes for him. So especially with this whole Kyrie not speaking to the media deal yeah. and all this, people are looking to those star players saying, "Prove to me that you're not this fake contender." That right. you know, you know. So no, I'm expecting a really good game, a really good game, man. I'm just gonna be watching it all day, more than likely. Right. But um, next one we have, we have really exciting matchup. We got the Mavs and the Lakers. I kind of like what the NBA did with this one, putting the best player in the league with what some people think are best is going to be the next best player in the league. So that's kind of what they're doing. Um, it could be one that you look at 10 years from now and you're like, man, I remember that Christmas day game where LeBron and Luca played. So it's, it's really exciting. Um, of course I have the Lakers. They're just a the better team. Uh, and they seemed flat against the, the Clippers the other night and they still were in it. LeBron didn't yeah. seem like he was trying as much in the first half. But um, nevertheless, I expect this one to be a good one. The Mavs' offense is still really good. They still have a lot of shooters. They don't have Chris Stapps, but they will eventually. Mm-hmm. So I expect this one to be a good Who do you have in this one? I think I'm going to go with the Lake Show as well. It's hard to go against uh, the reigning champs. LeBron. Yeah. I think uh, given this matchup and kind of the narrative behind it, and Luka and his squad against LeBron and his squad, I think the Lakers can put a little more effort. Right. In that game, then maybe they would against like and the it's Bulls Christmas Day and or stuff the Hornets. Like that. Yeah, and it's on yeah. TV, so yeah, I think for sure LeBron's gonna hopefully him and AD are gonna be firing all cylinders yeah. that day. I'm excited to see what some of these new acquisitions for the Lakers what they are gonna do because well, I know Montrez and Schroeder looked really good. Yeah, and I think Schroeder's actually gonna be starting. He should. Yeah. I mean, Schroeder's the best point guard on that team. Don't yeah. make any yeah, no if ands yeah. or buts about it. He's him. the best. I mean, he yeah. was one of. I mean, every time I watched him play last year, he was scoring. Right. Playing really good, so no question about it. I got the Lakers in this one. Yeah, got to. And then uh, last one of the night is Clipper, Clippers versus Nuggets, which is a rematch of that conference semifinals matchup when the Nuggets came back in the bubble, down 3-1, Jamal Murray going crazy, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm really excited. I have mm, – that's tough. I don't know who I have in this one. I'm going to go Clippers. Actually, I like the Nuggets more, and I want the Nuggets to win, but I'm going to go Clippers. Um, who do you have? I'm going to go with the Nuggets. Okay. Um, I think Nuggets, even with losing Mason and Jeremy, I still think they're really deep. They um, need to show that they can play better than last night. Too. Yeah, that's for sure. So I think they're going to be coming out with a bit of a, a chip on their, on their shoulder, if you will. I know, I mean, obviously some guys, the professionals been in the league, they might not take the one regular season loss too hard. But nonetheless, these guys are a high-quality team, and they want to come out and prove that they are that. So I think on December uh, 25th, Christmas Day, they're going to be coming out, and I think it's going to be a lot of offense. Yeah. I could really see this game finishing in the realm of like 132, 130, something like that. You know, really, really really high scoring. Okay, I could see it. Um, So – we got two pretty good games, Pelicans, Heat, Warriors, Bucks, and then we just have three fantastic games mm-hmm. with Nets, Celtics, Mavs, Lakers, and Clippers, Nuggets. So I'm excited for Christmas Day. I know I'm going to be tuned in basically all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be tweeting it as well. So feel free to hop on the Twitter. You can catch us on Instagram. We'll be posting all about this stuff. I mean, yeah. we're, we're going to be tuned in from when the games start at noon um, until that last Nuggets game finishes up at the nighttime. So 
we're going to be watching it all day and we encourage you guys to do I'm the sure same. a lot of y'all will be too yeah so we encourage you guys excited. to do the same and then uh definitely reach out to us with anything that you yeah. guys saw that you liked or anything you think you may want to talk about yeah so no yeah we we love feedback and we like talking to you guys so we wish you would and uh that's really all we have for today so have a merry christmas everybody yes stay safe you know don't get the covid yeah yeah stay uh stay safe stay clean wash your hands guys and take your mask with you when you go out and other than that have a merry christmas from (laughs) tossed up sports guys all right peace out peace